0: That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Episode four. I'm so excited for this episode. I am super excited to wind down today with all of you because we're
1: talking about sex, baby. Baby. Let's talk about you and me. And we have an expert.
0: Yeah, Mike's here. (laughs) Well, we have two experts. (laughs) Mike is back. Mike is back for his grand return and we brought him in for the sex and intimacy episode. Oh, God.
2: I mean, is this like a couples therapy session, like on air right now? Like, what are we doing here?
1: Well, do you have questions?
2: I said, uh, did you come I, with them? No. See, that's the thing. Janet doesn't steer me. In any I told
0: your... you we were talking about sex.
2: I don't know. She talks about so much. I can't listen to everything. I think you know? he, t- he honestly we only think have he tunes so much me mental in. capacity to <laughs> take everything said.
0: I think you tune me in and tune me out sometimes, like but no, we're talking about sex and intimacy today. And that's something Mm -hmm. that we have issues with in the bedroom.
2: (laughs) Yes. I think everybody does.
0: I know. I think everybody does too. 100%. And and
1: you just had your anniversary.
0: Yeah. We just had our anniversary Mm -hmm. and you know, I had fun. Did you have fun?
2: No issues that night.
0: Uh, Oh, (laughs) and we just got our answer people. (laughs) You were just dying to ask. All right. So babe, um, I think, what do, what do you think our, what do you think our biggest issue in the bedroom is?
2: Um, a lot of it is communication and expectations. Yeah. I think, um, you know, where if we try to get in the space of reading each other's mind and, you know, oh, it's been a couple of days, we're going to have sex and, uh, you know, that person you know, isn't in the mood or too tired or this or that, then the other person feels let down. Right. Um, I know for me in particular, you know, the the stereotype for men is that we're just light switches and no matter what, we can just have sex just, you know, as soon as our wives or significant others say that, we're just like, all right, let's do it. Um, so you're
0: saying it's like more mental for yeah, you? Yeah, I think yeah.
2: in men in general, I don't think, you know, I think more guys can relate than people might, th- people might be surprised with how many men can relate the fact that, especially when you're involved with someone with intimacy, that it takes a lot more than just, hey, hun, let let's go have sex. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes we want some foreplay. Sometimes we want to be wine and dined a little bit and like feel special and stroke our ego a little bit. And then, you know, that might build our confidence or whatever it may be.
0: I Yeah. I mean, I definitely hear you because, I mean, I know we have some arguments where it's, you know, I, and I think, unfortunately, the infidelity piece plays a part in this because there's times when I'm like, you know, I do want to have sex, but, and I, and I play the game of waiting for you to come to me because I'm like, well, you know, why doesn't he want me? Why doesn't he want to sleep with me when he would, you know, if he, since he slept with someone else, so I think that does play a part with like my head and like where, you know, and I know other listeners that have, you know, have infidelity in the relationship. Like that is, you know, something they said that is a problem because they, like we want to feel wanted and chosen, you know, when y'all didn't choose us. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, I guess, like for me, it's like I wish we could find someone that could help us, like get out of our heads.
2: Yeah, and that's because I
0: think we 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 are both mentally, like when we're in bed, like you have anxiety, like God, I I have to, but I mean, you know, I'm tired from work, or right. but she's, you know, she probably she wants, and and then I'm like, I'm not pretty enough, and I'm not, I'm insecure, and I'm like, why doesn't he choose me? And like I feel rejected again, and it's like I feel like it's like how do we stay like how do we stay present? How do we stay in the moment? How do we, you know, and not feel like we're having to meet these like grand expectations of something that we might not be able to, or at the time even want to, it's not saying that you don't think I'm pretty or you don't think that you don't want to have sex with me, but you know, when infidelity does play a part, that's what affects our sex life. And then, you know, I get upset, you get upset and you're like, ah, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. I think in general, (laughs) you know, especially when there is infidelity, infidelity involved, communication is key and I think you and I have slowly gotten better at this at communicating and coming to each other be like hey I'm starting to feel this way Mm -hmm. it's been a couple days I'm starting to feel you know these triggers are coming up or these feelings are coming up like and then you know anytime you've done that to me I'm like oh my gosh like no that's not it at all like I've genuinely been tired or I you know generally just haven't been in the mood but I love you so much and yes let's connect or whatever it may be um so I think that's a big part, especially when infidelity is involved, because just like I said in the last episode I was on, I don't want to feel tested. And I feel like there's mm-hmm. passive aggressiveness in a sense of like, I know you're waiting for me, but there hasn't been any talk about it. And then I get in my head and I'm like, Should because
0: I, I want to feel chosen. I want to feel like that you like, you know, a part yeah. of me is like you left me. So now choose me, right. like jump on me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so that's like, that's hard. But I also know in your mind, it's like yeah, it's been a long day. We have Jolie and you're tired and we're tired and maybe I just want, and maybe you just want to go to sleep. It's not because you don't think I'm pretty or, Mm -hmm. but it's just so it's, it's, it's interesting. Like how both of our minds can be two different places and then, but yet we can both be frustrated Mm -hmm. and that's just, that's hard.
2: Yeah. And And I
0: know the communication and you're right. We have like done a better job at that, but it's still like sometimes we're like, you say that you want the, the, the foreplay too, or, and it's like, But sometimes I think like the person that has been affected in infidelity wants the foreplay more because it's like, you know, like the other day when you're like surprised. I was like, okay (laughs) you know, like it made me feel special. (laughs) It made me feel like, you know, even though it was, you know, it was it was incredibly spontaneous. And and I was I was like, oh, wow. Like I I, I didn't feel like your wife, like just like, you know, laying next to you. I don't know. I just it, it was something different that like. It was it was nice. It just felt like it was like you you wanted me and it felt it wanted. So just know that I like the spontaneous.
2: <laughs> yeah, the spontaneity is I think key too when there's issues. Every like, once in a while for sure. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while, like you and I have, where it's just, you know, if it starts to become this planning thing, mm-hmm. then I get in my head especially and it's just like anxiety like built up to performing and you know, my insecurities or whatever however I feel about myself in that moment might take over, you know, how I really feel or how I want to be with you. Um, you know, again, that's something that I'm sure most men won't really admit is, you know, insecurities that they may have with performing or uh, you know, issues with intimacy which you know I have, where, you know, me, I never connected sex and intimacy and love together before in my life. Now being in a real relationship with you that deals with intimacy and really growing together as a couple, as two human beings, like that is so uncomfortable for me, but I'm trying to do that. I'm trying wow. to get to that level like of intimacy and like what that's really like. And again, I think a lot of people don't look into it like that.
0: I mean, and, and that's the thing. Yes. I mean, and I thank you for like saying that cause, but in it, but it also makes me sad. Cause I'm like, I want that intimacy. I want that, like that, not just like not just sex i know Mm -hmm. intimacy isn't just sex it's everything like leading up to it and our relationship and communication and i know that like you know sex and intimacy you haven't coupled together so i mean what is what are you doing to
2: well that's the thing i think you know i'm I'm starting to and i think you're seeing that Mm -hmm. that i'm starting to correlate the two and it's it's not a decision that i have made in my life it's not like oh i'm just i'm gonna have issues with intimacy i choose that no Mm -hmm. it's just you know things that have happened throughout my life that have caused me to not relate sex and love and intimacy. And uh, so it's just different for me. Yeah. It's different and having to go through that at you know, 31 years old, when I spent the whole rest of my life not correlating the two is, that's a change.
0: Do you think it's possible? Absolutely.
2: I think it's already, I've already shown at times it's possible. Mm-hmm. And it's just only something that I can, by practicing, by taking contrary action from what I would do in the past, and putting myself in uncomfortable situations, which is very hard to do, but choosing to do that because I want to grow with you.
0: Thank you for sharing.
1: <laughs> wow. So I'm just, I'm so curious, what, what was the intimacy level before
0: the infidelity? What was it like, you two as a couple, before the infidelity? The problem was, I mean, do you want to say it or...
2: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I'll let you do it because I don't want to like I don't want to get you mad at me. I don't want (laughs) to say that because I know how sensitive you are to certain things, and I know this is this is hard. It's not easy, but again, like you know, you have realized like how many people we are helping as well. But from my take of it, it was great in the very beginning. Like, but then again, he meets someone that he loves. And he's struggled with intimacy his entire life. Mm -hmm. So it was in the beginning, you know, where it was like, I'm like, what, what happened? Like, what, why are you not? What's up? Like, you know what I mean? Like what's going on? Like, this isn't, this isn't good. Why are you not? What? Why are you not wanting to have sex with me? Why is, why is this not working in this sexual capacity?
2: Why am I being a, a hole An a hole in, you know, mean and short-tempered and not the loving you know compassionate supporting boyfriend I was at the beginning and then what it turned into and I mean we had a lot I say this anytime we talk to to somebody because I think it's no excuse but having said that there are things in life that happen like circumstances that affect the outcome and in the span of six months we Bought a house together, we got engaged, we got married, we got pregnant, and I was transitioning out of the only career I've ever done, I've ever had.
0: Okay, okay, but that's not the main reason, though. No, 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 I'm not
2: saying that. I'm just saying right. circumstances, like, ha- like, happen in life that maybe caused me to be even that much more disconnected. But or- the
0: core is, you fell in love with me. Yeah. You have intimacy issues. You don't connect love and sex together. Right. So from way past, like way, way before higher, me. Right. Right. My, yeah.
2: Yeah. My point in saying that is because yeah. yes, I, I've always had. I didn't correlate love and intimacy and mm-hmm. sex and all that stuff. So that, on top of all those other things, right. was like you know perfect storm in, in my in my brain.
0: Can we explain? And then there was the cheating before, and so then that just still let like so it was our sex life has been. You know, tumult, tumultuous. <laughs> I said word, yeah. But I mean, it's it's been a work in progress because of those issues and okay. the intimacy.
1: Is it when you actually physically, emotionally fall in love? Did it trigger the intimacy issues? Yeah. So you didn't have them when you were just dating. It was as you were falling in love. I'm just trying to yeah, there, wrap there my was, head around it. I mean
2: it like a, he would a few women in my past that it was like it was it was kinda weird. Uh I kinda laughed at myself about it, but it's like I knew I really liked a girl when okay. I started having like issues in perform. the bedroom. Yeah. yeah, Like literally it was like an alarm clock going off in my body. It's like like it would happen, I'd be like, Holy shit, I must really like this girl. I must like like her a lot. And it's only happened to Small amount of women. And the
0: girls are, were like, uh, "Do are we not hot right now? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you I know? mean,
2: and eventually I got past it, and things were okay. But still, just especially initially, it's just, it, it was really weird. But
0: Is it, it fear? Is it? But at the same time, you'd go off and right be with somebody else right. easily. But right. with the person you loved, you wouldn't.
2: And that's why I've been unfaithful in every relationship I've ever had. Ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It does. Yeah, it's not easy.
1: But now you're working on it. (sighs) Now you guys are working on it. It
0: is. Yes, we are. But it's you know it's it's still hard for I think for you because it's like you want to not be always the perpetrator and you have been in every single one of your relationships.
2: It's hard when you want to do something, but then, like, your body, your brain doesn't want to co- cooperate. You know what I mean? Like, your your brain and heart are two different things, you know? And it, it's tough uh, to kind of get the, both of them on the same path. Get them in sync. Yeah, get them in sync on what you really want to do. Um, man, this is harder to talk about, I thought. Um
0: I'm proud of you, though, for I mean, like admit, you know, what I mean, admitting that. And honestly, that's what drew us together in the first place, because I've cheated plenty in my past. Not proud of it. Mm-hmm. But when we got together, we both were like and I was like, I wanna, I'm like, look, I'm going to ask you. I cheated on my last relationship. I cheated on the one before that. And I cheated on the one before that. Not proud of it. But I want to be different in this relationship. I want to love you, only love you and be with you. And the what hurt was that he said the same thing you know what i mean he's like me too i have and it's like we finally found someone that like we got each other
2: yeah and that's why that's why we connected so quick so mm-hmm. fast was because we like loved the flaws in one another yeah like you know i feel like majority of the time when people first start dating people ask that like have you ever cheated and everyone's like no no like right. they give the political answer when well, more times than not they probably have did you feel like a mirror yeah, It was, was just
0: right. nice stuff. And finally, someone didn't judge me, too, because I'm like, it's it sucks. And I'm not proud of it at all. But I knew what I wanted to do different in this relationship. So, you know, when there was infidelity again on his side, I was like, damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, we taught like we said we were going to be different, you know, like. Yeah. And so that was like uh, that was that was just hard for me. And and I know he wants to be different, you know, and, and he is actively working on his stuff. And, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm proud of you for for owning all of it too and wanting to be better and wanting to have intimacy because the fact that you even want to work on your intimacy and is is huge because you could have easily i mean the easiest thing for you mike out of all this was to leave and start a new relas- relationship with someone else that you haven't hurt haven't doesn't have triggers I and mean, that would have been the easiest thing for you to do and you for both of us yes really i mean yes but i mean i give you a lot because i mean it was it, i feel like it's a it's a bigger uphill battle for you with you know everything so
2: yeah um I appreciate and like that.
0: totally like changing your ways and you know being but you know who you want to be and i know who you want to be and i know who you can be right so thank you for again being just super honest and i think this is going to help a lot of people
2: i hope so because it's a it's a tough subject to talk about and, it is and i can see in your go yeah. through it, but.
0: okay so i have to talk to you guys about something um i like brushing my teeth <laughs> I brush my teeth twice a day. Um, Well, most of the time. But um, what I love about this new toothbrush I'm using is that it keeps me accountable because I remember I was FaceTiming with my mom the other day and I was like, mom, I got to brush my teeth. She's like, oh, I will, too. So we're FaceTiming. She's like two minutes. And what I love about it is that my toothbrush is actually time. So my mom stopped at like 30 seconds and she's like, wow, two minutes is really long. I'm like, yeah, mom, I know. That's why you gotta get quit because it's an electronic toothbrush. It's It literally has a timer in there. So it helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with pulsing. So it really, really like the vibration helps clean my teeth so much. So I feel like my teeth are just cleaner and it's so much better than a regular toothbrush because again, I just think having that vibration on your teeth really gets the gook out. And I think it's fantastic. What I also love about it, is that Oprah loves it? And whatever Oprah loves, I love. It was on the Oprah's O list, named one of the Times Best Inventions and the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. So I want y'all to be just as happy about brushing your teeth as I am. So Quip starts at just $25 and up. If you go to getquip.com slash Jana right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. By the way, it also looks like an iPhone. It's like, looks like it was made from apple it's like rose gold it's beautiful that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash jana, spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com slash jana. happy brushing let's let's talk to um an expert we have on the line right now right now right now (laughs) right now her name is uh i don't want to butcher this sheree is it Cherie?
3: Got it right.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, I was gonna say Cherry. I'm sorry, but Cherie no, failed
3: it. Okay.
0: How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm. I'm just sitting here talking with uh, my husband about sex. My and,
3: favorite topic. Oh, <laughs> perfect.
0: And we're, you know, we're just kind of, and uh, also producer Jen is here with us, Hi. and, um, you know, we're just kind of talking about how we're now building our sex life through infidelity and intimacy. And, um, if you have any helpful hints, I I think, or or, managing expectations too, is something that I think my husband like mind reading or having like expectations to, to please me and to, um,
2: yeah.
3: (laughs) Okay. So the infidelity happened on whose part?
2: Uh, mine.
3: Okay. And you both want to rebuild and get back to a place or get
0: to a new place in the relationship? We want to obviously, I mean, we're, we're working on our marriage. What would be helpful? Like, okay, so for me, I'll tell you what I need. And then my husband, you he, he can say what, what you might need. But for Perfect. me, I want to know how do I stop with the comparisons, first of all, because I have a lot of insecurities and I get in my head a lot. Like, how do I stay present with the man that I'm in bed with now, not who he was. Right. And then comparing and then also, you know, if he doesn't want to sleep with me because he's tired, how do I not like be like, Well, you wanted to sleep with so and so, why won't you be with me?
3: Of course. Oh, these are great questions. And let me just start by saying that I I went through this too. So I was in your shoes and I've worked with so many clients to get through this and it's absolutely possible. So What would be paramount is that you two decide what you want now. You know, maybe where you were before, there were some holes in the relationship or one or the both of you were not getting everything that you needed. And so to create a new vision for the relationship is really key to say, okay, in the future, as we're, you know, day by day rebuilding, what are we building and really get on the same page about what it is that you want together. Because I imagine there's something better to, to walk into. You know, you can learn a lot from this instead of walking away from it. So if you're both on the same page about what that vision is, that's going to help a lot. Mm-hmm. Because then you're holding that as opposed to something from the past. You know, we know what happened, but here's where we're going. And, work, you know, working towards that is going to be a great container to stay focused on what you two are building, like art. You know, it's something you're creating together, future-focused. And then in the present, for you, you know, there's some work that you can do just individually to look at what, what's the blessing of this. It showed you that you've got some, some insecurity, mm-hmm. some sense of now questioning who you are. And so in that, there's a giant lesson, there's giant growth for you and that, you know, any of us has that opportunity. But the fact that you have that in your hands now, you can say, all right, how do I see myself? And really go into some exploration of how do I identify? Am I the girl who was cheated on? Or am I, you know, some really beautiful soul on this planet who's worthy of love, who has her own unique flavor of love to give, and, and start really amplifying how you see yourself. You know, I see that there's these life stages that we go through as men and women, and as a woman, you're going through, can I ask how old you are?
0: I'm 34.
3: Okay, so right about that age, you're in what we would call like the princess age before you become a queen. <laughs> so it sounds really silly, but I think it's a great sort of metaphor that we can relate to and that... You're learning about your power right now. Mm-hmm. And in short order, as you start to approach 40, 50, you're going to step into that power so holy and become the queen, you know, and then, it, and beyond that, there's other stages, but these, these stages are important for you to know about now that you get to, you get to be playing with your power and what that means as a woman, you know, how you want to be treated how much love you have to give, identifying with yourself as a really powerful form of love on this planet for that man that no other woman can compare to, frankly, because there's no other woman exactly like you. And so I would spend my time focusing on your own unique gifts and the own, you know, your own ways of expressing, because when you really you know, accept that and your own way of being, then, yeah, there are a million other flavors of women out there. But when you're really aligned with yours, you become irresistible.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear you. There's two parts of me. One that's like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I am. Like, I am beautiful. And then there's other parts like, well, then why didn't he choose me?
3: Right. Well, that'd be a really good question. I'd love to hear his answer. Darling. What's the, I need both what, your names.
0: I'm Jana, and then this is my husband, Mike.
2: Hello, Sheree. Hi, Mike. Hello.
3: Yeah, tell me, there's there's a truth here that I, you there was something you weren't getting in life, and maybe not just from Jana, but just in life. Have you guys had that conversation where you've told her really what you were speaking?
2: Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, uh, as open as we are on this show about our issues, there's still some things that we keep to ourselves. Um But her and and I have had, you know, these conversations, and they've been ongoing. Um, You know, it's been two years now, almost, um, since since kind of discovery. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I was missing. I mean, you know, uh, I could spend all day talking about, but our important thing now is kind of, as you said, it's rebuilding who we are as individuals, as two separate human beings. And then within that, coming together stronger than we ever, ever were. And, you know, we don't have to be um, codependent on one another, you know, and wake up in the morning and say, you know, how, hey, honey, how, how, how do I feel today? How am I feeling? You know, and depend on each other to kind of dictate our emotions or our feelings that day, which I think we did for a while at the beginning of, beginning of our marriage when we started hitting some just, you know, real world, regular stresses in life. And became kind of codependent on one another, and kind of lost part of ourselves in that. Um, I know I did, for sure. So,
0: and a huge piece of it too is that he does struggle with intimacy, and so that is also an issue, like with you know why he has cheated in previous relationships and then in ours as well. Um, Yeah. But I think now, like as we are coupling together again, you know, how does? I mean, Mike, like your biggest thing is the mind reading and expectations is that you would say is your
2: um yeah that's definitely one of them um you know it's for me again like I said before I don't want to feel tested and so I would like to know what's out on the table as opposed to in your mind you might have these expectations and if I don't meet them you get upset when well Mm. that's not fair because I never knew what they were so I don't know because we are again we're two different people and we think different ways
3: Right. So, so, there's so how would we deal simple. with that then? Oh, there's there's a shortcut around this that is really just the simplest question, and getting really good at asking this question and giving honest answers. And moment to moment, baby, what do you need? What do but, you need, right? Now?
0: I, okay, I hear that, but at the same time, like I want him to be able to. I don't want to have to tell him what I need.
3: I hear you because you guys have probably been together for a long time, right?
0: I mean, we've been together for you know three, and, three and a half, four years, but it's like I, okay. I'm like, I'm laying in bed, I got a really sexy lingerie thing on. Yeah, I want you to jump but me no. right now. I don't want you to. I don't have yeah. to tell you to jump me.
3: You know, like, <laughs> yes, I so. totally get it. And and for for us as women, we find it. Really reassuring that you know us, right? That you that you can catch our cues. And I'm
0: like, I'm so wearing lingerie. Think. I'm not wearing like you know your big sweatshirt, like your pajamas. Right. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and then he's just like, "Good night, babe." And I'm like, "What the? F-? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so, what do I want, so, baby? I like there. that's what I want. I want the baby." Like. Right.
3: <laughs> On the air, we could say it out loud that it's now a new code that if mama's wearing lingerie, that means I want, it. <laughs> I want the d, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and call me
0: baby, <laughs> yeah, exactly, but That's I mean, I simple, guess right? like I guess the times that you know i I you know that i i I'm not wearing the lingerie, and I still may might want to is it is it conscious? should there be conscious times for both of us, even if we're tired or whatever to try i guess or to like make the effort because i don't i I, again i I just i don't i have a hard time i don't want to ask for that right
1: no you want it to be natural you want to feel wanted you want Yeah. yeah
0: Absolutely. You do. So so here's another way. If okay. it's, Give if, me something else because that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly generous to have that shortcut to just sometimes know that he's going to be thinking of other things or have had a busy day or be really tired and just not know. And that is universally a trait that we struggle with. With anyone who identifies masculine, they're in a single-focused mindset, and they're not always going to be able to penetrate the depths of our being and figure out what we're feeling. He should try, right? Mike, I would think you'd be willing to try to get in there to give her presence, to get to know her more deeply. I think today it would be really... Amazing if you could just sign up to always know that she's saying she wants you and she's wearing lingerie. It, it helps when you start to learn those cues. It builds trust. But for the times that you you don't want to do that, I think there's there's got to be um, an understanding. So let's say you know he's tired, but you really want him. If we flipped it, if you were really tired and he wanted you, if you had the ability to say, look, there are a few things that I need first. I need the dishwasher emptied and I need to take a bath. Right. There are a couple of things I need in order to be able to give that to you that you guys should be able to ask for that. Like he may be mm. tired and he can mm. say, I can have a quickie. <laughs> I can't spend an hour. You know, right. that there'd be a little negotiating because I think that's what we call a level three relationship, which is really just all about giving trying to be a source of your partner's needs. And that's another conversation we can go into more deeply if you want, but it's it's taking the stance of being just a total giver and wanting to give to your love. So if she really needs you, then Mike, you get to ask for what, you know, do you get to take a power nap first? You're going to go get a <laughs> coffee. <laughs> like, wh- what do you need in order to give her that? Because what I, what I think is really helpful is to say, in all relationships that you have, and you have, (laughs) this is a great metaphor, but I'm a 24-7, always open restaurant for you. (laughs) But if you're going to come by around three in the morning, you've got to expect that the waitress is going to be a little cranky and not give you like (laughs) the best hard course meal, (sighs) you know, and or that maybe you can just decide as a couple that there's certain hours that you're closed for business. Yeah. You know, like well, and that's really- and that's
0: we had an argument about that because you know we, he like woke me up and I was like I I don't want to just be woken up like to having sex you know what I mean but he's like well I was giving you like you want to have sex all the time and I was like right. yeah but I want like yeah I want you to maybe kiss me before don't wake me up like when I'm dead sleep like you know but she
2: like, right, this is great right. she said <laughs> she has said both like sometimes she's like I just want you to jump my bones and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like we're having plenty of sex, and this is just where our issues come up, or in these situations, right? But I mean, it, you've given me both signs. Like you have said both things. Where you're like, you've literally said to me, "Wake me up." Like I won't care.
0: Like wake me up. I don't remember time. ever saying wake me I, up. I, I
2: promise you. Okay. Don't
0: wake me up. So here's
2: the deal. <laughs> yeah. now we
3: know. That's on the record. On the record. that's
1: the greatest thing
2: about
3: Shake being me. Shake me first.
0: Yeah, we and change if, our minds exactly. Yes, we we absolutely do change our minds. Yeah, now now I'm in a different now. We're now that we're two years past infidelity stuff. Don't wake me up. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: yeah. yeah, just like yeah. So you guys decide, and the, and that's really generous to say. Like, here's when I'm open for business. Here's my favorite.
0: I'm window. open for business like sixteen hours of the day.
3: So that's amazing. And then and then to give him a sense of what turns you on, I call them jump starts. Like, what would be the zero to sixty move? you know, that would really turn you on and what you might know for him too, like a zero to 60 move that you don't have to beg and plead. You could do one or two things that you know are always going to turn him on, you know, to share that with each other.
2: Okay. Sure. We have a question you really for wanna. you because yeah. the, the common misconception and I mean, rightfully so is that, you know, men we're just like light switches. We can just turn it on or, oh, you know, our spouse wants to have sex. Yeah, let's do this. Like, you know, yeah. no issue. Well, you know, I think, or at least for me personally, when I struggle with intimacy and and really connecting with, you know, with Jana and, and, you know, who I'm in a relationship with, for me, it's not just a light switch sometimes. Sometimes it is. I mean, shoot, yesterday it was, you know, (laughs) spontaneous and, you know, it wasn't a big issue at all. But sometimes for me, it's like, I feel like right now she's just waiting for me to make a move and make her feel special. When sometimes in my mind, I'm like, what about me? Like yeah. I'm, I'm here too. Like, I don't, I, I don't see anything coming to me and making me feel special sometimes.
0: And I think right. I am. So first of all, I'm sorry. Like that you feel that way. I think for me, maybe why I don't is because I'm still in that. Like, I want you to choose me because I haven't felt chosen in our relationship. So I think that's where like infidelity has screwed up our sex life. But, I mean, I feel like we're kind of getting into a place now where it's something that, you know, that is something that I can now try more on. Mm. Because, but, But here's my issue with it, though. When I have done it, my biggest thing is I, when he rejects me, I get furious because I'm like, oh, you're rejecting me? You did not reject them. Right. And so when I get rejected, if I, I'm telling you right now, if I start to try, and I get rejected, it won't be pretty, because I'm going to be upset. And I have been before, like, oh, I have tried. So what Sheree, what do I do in that instance, where I'm like, I am trying, and but now I'm not getting chosen, or he's not going to sleep with me.
3: Right, right. Well, there's a number of things. I think knowing what you guys are building and being future focused, or even present focused, you're going to have an easier time because what happens in that moment, which I totally get, is you go back into the past,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. and and that is where, like, I want you still to prove to me that I'm lovable. I want you to choose me. I want you to undo this. So there's there's a something, a ritual that you guys have to have around forgiving forgiving this, and drawing a line in the sand and saying we are going to move beyond this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make anything in the future now mean that I'm not as good as her.
0: But what do I do when he rejects me when I'm trying?
3: So, yeah, so then that's the other thing is you in life, you have the ability to choose the meaning for everything, right? This guy just cut me off. I'm going to make it mean, right? Or I didn't get, you know, this opportunity. I'm going to make it mean. And it, you can you can choose that. That's what your brain does 24/7. So you can now redefine it if he doesn't want you in that moment or if he's not turned on you get to consciously decide, what does this mean? And it's, it's really something that I would sort of check with him on, you know, like, honey, I need some help here. What does this mean? Does it mean that you're just tired? Does it mean that you're not attracted to me? Does it, you know, does it mean later? Like, try to find something that actually empowers you and has you feel close to him. Because it's usually something that, it is better than what we're making up in our minds. And I have this whole commitment to myself that my mind will make up all kinds of crazy stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. I, and it's sometimes wrong. It's most often wrong. And so I say to my love, honey, I am making up a story right now and I'm not sure if it's true. Can I check it out with you? Because what I'm feeling right now is totally rejected, you know, and completely closed off and shut down. And I don't want to feel that.
2: Sure Do you think
3: you yeah. could have that with him?
2: Go ahead, Mike. No, you do, you, do you think you could
3: add that? Yeah, I mean
0: I would I would love that. It's just I'm again in my right healthy brain, I am saying absolutely. Yeah. And my other yeah. and rejected um, you know, hurt wife, you not, you know, not feeling good enough, that hurts. And I don't I can try to work on asking him that, but again, it's taking a huge leap for me to try. Trust Yeah
3: Yeah. It is It's a lot of work And what I would say Would be an easier way Because you've got Like your high self Right Like you've been calling That your healthy self Your wiser self When you're in your prefrontal cortex or you're in your heart and you're feeling safe, you can always be her and you'll have a great conversation with him. But there's going to the times when you get triggered or when you go out of that area, straight into the amygdala and you are reptilian brain and you're going to react. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have an agreement with Mike and Mike, if you would be so generous to hold her when she gets triggered to stay there like a redwood tree and say, "Okay, this doesn't scare me. I've got this. It's it's her her hurt feelings will come out and I would say Jennifer, you just to like cry and say, I feel rejected. I don't feel good right now. Now this really hurts me and, and be in your vulnerability. Then, Mike, you get to hold that and know, and know this without a shadow of a doubt, that these moments will pass. They're not going to be here forever. She's not going to test you forever or bring up the past for forever. But if you can stand there and be present to that emotion and hold it, every time it comes up, that'll be like one last time, and it'll Mm -hmm. finally go away. She's going to work through those emotions and learn to trust you again. If you can just say... You don't scare me. I got you. This doesn't mean that I'm rejecting you. And reassure her, which I'm sure feels like a pain in the butt at some times. You'd love for this to go away, but if you're willing to do that for some period of time, you'll notice major progress.
2: Absolutely. I mean, that's Sheree. You're amazing. <laughs> that's a great tool. I'm like crying over here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's it, it's a like Sheree said. It's like a trust a trust fall. You know, it's Mm -hmm. leaning, it's leaning into one another. And, you know, just to, to speak my opinion on that, like if Jana came to me and, you know, I just got home from work or whatever it may be, and she's, you know, wanting to be intimate, however you want to call that it's if I, you know, said no, whatever, that's not rejection coming from me. But if she came to me softly, like she asks of me and said, Hey, because you don't want to like be physical right now, this is how I'm feeling. I would immediately, my guard would go down. I would not put any walls mm. up. And I would be like, oh my gosh, like, that is not at all like what I'm trying to portray to you. Like, I love you. Like, that would help me be more intimate and help me be, you know, there for her and be that redwood and be strong for her and hold her and be like, oh my gosh, you must be feeling pain. Like, that is not at all what I'm trying to do is reject you.
3: That is huge, Mike. That is so huge. Cause you know what we do is when we go into that amygdala, we go into the protective outside feelings like mm-hmm. anger Absolutely. and defensiveness. Like, ah, oh, I'm going to take you down, you know, like because that feels safer to us than crying and feeling how hurt and rejected we are. No question. So it's going to take major courage on your part, Jana, but it's going to make you a lover who can stay open instead of shutting down
2: and pushing him away. Yeah,
3: I and get
0: I it. I'm sorry. I'm like getting emotional. Together.
2: Yeah. And she know. I mean, that's okay. I am the world's worst at defensiveness like i am an ultimate defender and for me if she reacted in a negative way and started screaming at me saying you don't choose me you chose them so on and so forth then i would get into a place of okay i'm not good enough because look at all these other things i'm doing that are right i'm being vulnerable i'm being honest (laughs) clearly that's not enough for her that's in my brain that's what that means where i'm like she's she doesn't see all the great things i am doing and changing she's taking the one thing i didn't do right in this moment and blowing up about it and that sends me through the roof and she knows that but it's just it's so hard i get in that in that situation it's hard to control those emotions that she must be feeling and again when she, when she comes to me soft i just i melt i do
3: of course Because you love her, and I'll tell you what, here's a secret superpower of yours, Mike, that if she does come to you with anger, know that right behind it is a scared little girl who's hurting, and that if you just stand like a giant redwood tree and go, okay, I'm not afraid of this. The anger is just a shield, and I'm going to hold her. I'm going to look at her in the eyes. So I'm going to listen and just watch. It'll it'll come down. It's
0: a little it, girl it, just it, wanting to be chosen.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Jan is Jana, pretty scary. <laughs> 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 I challenge anyone to stand in front of her like a red, red oak and take that.
3: You can. You can. You totally have her heart in your hand, so you can hold it. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm obsessed with you and you are now oh, our wow. new life coach. I mean, people
2: <laughs> yeah. just people just literally are listening whoever's listening to this, just that's like a couples therapy session. Yeah. It
0: really was incredible. Gold. And again, like oh. there's so many people that are dealing with, you know, this issue and, and sex in general. And um, can I read you just a few emails just to lighten some of this a little bit? Um and help some Absolutely. of our listeners out. Okay. Absolutely. So It says, Hi, love. I have a question for you. I have a friend who was born and raised Christian. She got married two years ago, and her and her husband still have sex problems. They haven't had real, normal, successful sex. What are your thoughts on that?
3: She asks. Hmm. Well, it could be so many things. Yeah. I, the fact that she said Christian, you know, I grew up Catholic, so I'm, I'm aware of what comes with that, and there can be. A real distorted understanding of sex. There can be a lot of um, misunderstandings of how good it is, how pure it is, and you know what a healthy thing it is. So mm-hmm. maybe there's some issues there. Um, I think that sex is like <laughs> the topic that nobody gets taught about. We don't talk about it. I mean, we have so few skills around it, and it really probably comes down to a skill gap like a communications challenge and a skill gap of asking for what we need. You know, everybody needs this. It's like food and water for us as human beings. And if they have any sort of challenge around communicating what their heart's desire is or who they are and what they need, then there's just going to be a standoff. And it probably has roots in what you're experiencing, Jenna. Somebody's feeling rejected, and then that shuts them down. Mm-hmm. And then one person withholds, the other person automatically withholds. And so you have this domino effect of withholding. And then just trying to cope, you know, with maybe this is what married sex looks like, yeah. which is a tragedy.
0: Well, and here's here's another one. Lately and possibly for the last couple of years, I have found myself not 100% attracted to my husband. I absolutely love him and don't want to divorce him, but I'm finding other men more attractive. What is wrong with me? To be honest, though, I never married him for his looks, but I was definitely more attracted to him when we were dating. All of this has caused a block in our sex life. I'm wondering if a lot of this has to do with the comfort level of being married for almost four years, because nine times out of 10, he just smells bad, whether it burps or farts. (laughs) I like how she says, whether it, not him, (laughs) whether it burps, farts or a bad cough. We have been trying to better our marriage via marriage counseling books as we can't afford a marriage counselor. I feel like an, I feel I can talk to him about anything except this one issue of my attractiveness to him. How can we even discuss that? I feel if I told him I wasn't 100% attracted to him, that it would be a huge blow. It may also lead to him thinking I don't love him. So yeah. I, think, I think, you know, you guys, Mike and you can both, as a man's perspective, and then, you know, from your knowledge, what do you
3: think?
2: Yeah, Mike, do you want to go first on that? Uh, sure. I mean, that man, that's a doozy. Um, for me... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Jana, if Jana came to well, me. Well,
0: I've said that to you. I said that to you before, though. Remember when the infidelity stuff happened? I said I'm not attracted to you anymore.
2: Yeah, but that's I gave you a reason. Oh uh, well,
0: maybe well he like, farts and
2: burps and yeah, but that you know I mean, that's I mean? like a, maybe
0: that's like, hey, can you bring maybe a little bit more of the like romance? Well, and that's what yeah. I was gonna
2: say. I you know, for me personally, I think you're the same way. Is Jana and I always want to impress each other? Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the way you and I will always be. Is I don't think couples should get too comfortable where they stop wanting to impress the other person. Like when Jana mm-hmm. and I go out and we get dressed up, like we compliment each other cause we want to look good for one another. We don't just, you know, go through, go through emotions. Like that's, you know, something we take pride in. So I think that in that relationship, that's something that, that they should talk about is like, Hey honey, like if she doesn't want to bring up his attractiveness be like, hey, I really want to like impress you and like make you feel this way about me or help you feel this way about me. And, You know, maybe he'll just naturally want to like do the same. So she's more attracted to him. I think
1: that's a good point. I think Mike's right. People do get way too comfortable when I was married. I would end up sending, like, oh, this is what I want for my anniversary. This is what I want for Hanukkah. This is what I want for Christmas. (laughs) This is what Because he didn't know. So you end up getting the comfort level is so high. That you just become these strangers who are just emailing and texting each other. Cohabitating. And, yes. And cohabitating. Yes. And you're not, there's no romance left. There's no communication. There's, and none of your needs are being met on any level. Mm-hmm. So they need to bring the romance back. It's only been four years. Shoot. Mine was almost yeah. 17 years. So yeah. <laughs> they need to work on that now. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and I'd say, you know, I completely agree with what you guys have said, and I I think that there's uh, an energy that also creates attraction. Sometimes we limit the definition of intimacy or attraction to just one thing, like intimacy only equals sex versus touching and talking and like sending texts to each other and all the other things that could equal intimacy and attractiveness also comes from like the masculine energy he might be putting out like the stuff he's talking about at dinner you know the things that he's bringing to her that would be a turn on so I'd be so interested you know they say if you focus on what you love like you did in the beginning of the relationship there'd never be an end. We start out focusing on all the things that we love, like, oh, my God, his hands. Oh, my God, the way he talks. Oh, my God, the thing. You know, like you just can't help but focus on all the great stuff. And then as time goes on and hurts happen, you start to focus on all the things you don't like. And Mm -hmm. that's what undoes us. So I'd be so interested to see if she could start to talk about the things that really turn her on. You know, like we don't go to museums anymore, you know, or like the things that they could do or talk about that would really bring back Ignite that energy. old fire. Yeah. 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 And, that and in why that they fell higher, in love. Right. And in that higher level relationship, that's your desire as a partner is to be like, I want to rock your world. So keep telling me, mm-hmm. you know, what, what does it for you? Because it does change over time too. And I agree with her that she didn't marry him for his look. So this really isn't the issue. There's probably something else, you know, that maybe he's shut down a bit energetically or he's not coming home as on fire mm-hmm. as he used to. And that's a cool conversation to have. They can get that back.
2: And I would challenge her. I hope she emails response if she does anything about this. But again, like Jana and I talk about is kind of ask for what you need. Like, you know, Jana likes to sit back sometimes and see what I'm going to do to, to, choose her to make you feel special well sometimes in a relationship if they're at that kind of comfort level like re- remind him like go to him yeah be like hey honey this is you know where i feel like we're lacking and like i would love for you to do x y and z yeah because because and- he might he might think everything's okay in his yeah. world he might think everything is fine and then next thing you know she blindsides him with you know i don't think this relationship this marriage is working he's like what the hell just happened yeah right you know so just go talk to him
3: the <laughs> best best marriage vows I ever heard were when the man said to the woman, I promise to never know you.
2: Mm.
3: And at first I was like, is that a good thing? (laughs) But then (laughs) I realized it was the best thing that you could say to someone because every single day so many things happen to us that change us, you know, and if they could bring that back, like act like you don't know each other at all every day. And be curious about each other. Then that creates a sense of openness, you know, where anything is possible.
1: Yeah. And mystery. And, mystery, and yeah, romance.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The mystery we're and all looking And is that, is that for.
0: what you would say, too, to, like, the the mom at the end of the day that, you know, they haven't had sex in a month and a half and they're exhausted and tired? I mean, is it just, is it is it that, too, like, kind of reigniting something to... You know, like we have friends that haven't had sex in a while. And Do they like, need the Yanni egg? Yeah, they need the Yanni egg. But <laughs> is that just like something where like you just have to reignite and um, spice it up a little bit? Like because some moms yeah. are just like, I'm so tired. I don't want to have sex.
3: Well, and so that'd be interesting to, like, change up, you know, the ritual, right? Because, yes, in the mom mode when, you know, you're raising little kids, there's this period of time where everybody's highest need is certainty. It's just routine and the same, same, and make sure no one dies every day. It's, like, right. not a really great period of time for couples. So I would say, you know... Knowing what would restore a really tired mama and have her transition from mom mode into woman mode, that's a bridge that, you know, we as women should get good at getting ourselves over, but it's so nice to have a man help you. And so, you know, when at the end of the day, whoever's, you know, babies are in bed, would would a really nice bath together. Something that would oh, feel I love connecting that. and sensual. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Right? Would a massage feel really <laughs> good? Much. And then you know, with those sorts of things, it's highly likely that it could lead. <laughs> I
0: that. mean, I asked Michael last night to put lotion on my legs. Did any lotion get on my legs? Negative.
1: That's amazing. He did
3: not get my cue. <laughs> oh. Well, I think we need to make a list, but so these are all the cues. This is my language. This is my language. And I just it's got the lingerie, middle finger. <laughs> lotion. lingerie, lotion. Well, I cannot
0: thank you enough. You have made me laugh. You've made me cry. You have um given us some really good tips and again, I know a lot Yay. of uh, my wind-down listeners need this. So, thank you so incredibly much. Can can our can my listeners find you somewhere?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I have a website that's my name, com, and I'll spell it for you. It's C-H-E-R-I-E-H-E-A-L-E-Y. And um, there's all kinds of good info out there around how to become the person you're here to be and do what you're here to do on the planet.
0: Well, I love you. So
3: <laughs> thank oh, you so much. I'm we really I'm so grateful that. to know you guys. You're so welcome. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
1: So this was supposed to be the sex episode. And believe me, I have so much sex stuff to talk about and ask about, but it turned into the Jana and Mike couples therapy, episode, right. Which, right. which I'm not saying it did not disappoint because you guys were so open that I was nearly in tears because I was really in it with you guys. And I have empathy. And for both of you, because you guys are so open that we're getting both sides and it's so honest that it's mind blowing. It really and is. And it's helping a lot of people.
2: Yeah. I hope so. That was terrifying. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. I'm but proud I, of you. I am. I'm really proud of you. Thank you for being open to being open. <laughs> well,
2: I just hope it helps like couple, some couples out there.
0: It, it does. does. I mean, there's a one girl, she's like, I, I literally sat my husband down. And I said, listen to Mike, listen to his empathy for her when she gets triggered, Mm -hmm. please. I need that. And he was like, you know, wow. Like, and, and he was able to sit in her pain and sit in, you know, so I think that's, I think having your side of things and, you know, again, like we're, you know, we're, we're two years post, but, you know, and now we're able to, you know, you told me some things that I have to work on and that's, you know, that's helpful for me and for the other listeners out there that can relate to that. Okay, so you guys know my obsession with HelloFresh because, again, I'm not the greatest cook, and I love easy recipes, and the fact that they deliver the groceries to me, I don't have to go searching in the grocery store. It's so easy, 30-minute recipes. Like my husband says, every time HelloFresh comes, it's like a halo at the front door over these the bags that are delivered. What I love, though, right now, is this thing called Green Chef. They actually are owned by HelloFresh, but the difference between HelloFresh and Green Chef is that Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about. So, yes, HelloFresh is amazing, but if you want organic meals sent to your door, then definitely go to Green Chef. So, again, if you want organic meals for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchefus Jana. That's greenchef.us slash Jana. I promise you it's going to be the best meal you ever ate.
1: I have one more email. Okay. And it's from Holly. Hi, Holly. And this will wrap this up nicely. How did you know Michael was the one? She's about to graduate college and she's been with her boyfriend since high school. And she says, I love him more than anything, Mm -hmm. but I find myself doubting the relationship a lot. How did you know Michael was the one?
0: Okay. So this question has been asked to me before and it was always a one part answer. It's now a two part answer. So the first part is I knew he was the one from, I mean, I know this is the most cliche answer ever. I knew he was the one from the moment I saw him was because I saw, I saw a pain in him that I could relate to. I saw, and then when, once I got to know him and I was like, we, we have the same, struggles and I loved his heart. I loved his openness and his willingness to, to bear that. And yes, was it perfect in the beginning? No, but for me it was someone, you know, he loved, he loved kids and he, you know, he loved, he loved me. He loved me for my flaws. And that was huge for me. Now, the second part of this is how I know he's the one is because he has stood by me through all the hardship and hasn't walked away because the one your one does not walk away from all the hard, hard pain and, and the, the past that we've had any, you know, there's, there's been so many times when, again, he could have walked, he he could have walked away. I could have walked away, but the one is going to be the one still fighting for you. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, when did you know, the channel was the one.
0: Tell me more.
2: You know, we said I love you after ten days of even knowing each other.
0: In five hours. <laughs> yeah. <in> five hours. <laughs>
2: um, it was. It was. The week. I, I, I was flew, in I, Austin. I flew, oh wow. Well, yeah. I flew, I flew out to Chicago to see her. I was in between the time of off season and before training camp. And uh, I flew out to a show to see her in Chicago. had a great time.:
0: We kissed by the monkeys because we were at the Chicago Zoo. So sweet..
1: Yeah. It's
2: cute. And oh. it was later that week, I remember I was helping Ms mm-hmm. and his now wife, Marissa, get pick up like a washing machine or something <laughs> like <laughs> off, of, you know from somewhere in, when I was living in Baltimore. And they asked me, like, how to go? It was, like, two days later. I was, like, I'm going to marry this girl. Wow. It it, it was crazy. And they're, like, at first they thought it was just, like, infatuation because she's a celebrity. And it's just that whole package that goes along with it. I'm, like, no, guys. Like, you know, I, I can't explain it. I literally couldn't put it into words. And my buddy, Miz, like, he was my, like, partner in crime, like, through college and stuff like that. Like, he knows me in and out. And he was just, like, okay. You know? Um. So from that moment on, from that first week of meeting her, and for the same reasons, it's just, I was really never honest in a relationship to my fullest extent. And to be that honest with somebody that quick and find connection and flaws that you have and character defects, it's like, you know, what, what is this honesty thing? Like, what, <laughs> what is this crazy feeling I'm feeling? So, um, I mean, it was within the first week of, of knowing her. And like Jan said, knowing each other's hearts and where they are, you know, regardless of the things that we've gone through now, it's our hearts are still in the right place. We still want the same things. Um, we take we we are taking the hardest road to get there. But yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, for her, if this guy, you know, she's been with him since high school. A lot of people would say, go out, explore the world and whatever. Right. But it's like if she knows this guy's going to stand by her.
0: But she finds doubt.
2: Anyone would find out if they were I did
0: not have doubt with you.
2: Her doubt comes from time, the timetable. From high school to through college. It's like I'm just saying if you have doubt,
0: listen to your gut. Listen to your heart. Because
2: all she hears is you've been with so and so, you know, ever since you know high school. Like, don't you want to go out and see what's out there? That's not what it said. She no, says, but "I love him no. more
0: than anything, but I find myself doubting the relationship." I know, I know, that's yeah. not
2: what it says. That's yeah. what people are probably telling her. They're right. in her ear. If they're in her yeah. ear. And
0: if they're not, and she is doubting it, that's
2: yeah, and that's something to be said about that. Oh. But also, so, it could just be it could be off nothing. It could just be from her age and being like, man, I haven't explored what's out there.
1: Right, Holly. Okay. I'm going. I was looking at Facebook. I'm talking directly to you. I was looking at Facebook yesterday and scrolling through, and I saw one of my high school friends. With her husband, who she was dating when we were in 10th grade, and I will be 44 in June. So, they're happy. Mm -hmm. They have, I think, four or five kids. Some of them are in college now, and they have been together since 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's it.
2: That's like, uh, you know, Charlie and Shelly. Yeah, they're so cute together. My friends, one of my best friends from college, it's like him and his, you know, wife... Dated since high school because wow. they were kids, basically. Mm-hmm. And now they're married and have a daughter, and I mean, they're the best people ever. Yeah. They're, they're so happy. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it, that's possible. Totally possible.
0: All right. Well, you guys, if you have any questions or you need some answers, please, please, please email me at jana.cramer@iheartmedia.com. at iHeartMedia.com. Um, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for winding down with us, and we'll do it again next time. <laughs>